welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. And as always, thanks for listening. So, what does it take for you to feel like you're at a church that's yours. I mean, that you're at a place where you just walk in and you say, wow, this is a place I can contribute. I can feel at home in a church home. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, really kind of put that to the test. Because, again, the church, big C, is all believers on the planet who believe Jesus is Lord and have accepted him as their Lord and personal Savior. That is the church. Now, church little c is a vastly different animal in, in some ways. In some ways, of course, little c church is are made of hopefully the church itself, big c. Now, here's the thing: there are all manner of flavors of Christians in the world. Don't have to even tell you. In the United States alone, there's over I forget thirty thousand denominations. There's every kind of high church, mid church, low church, however you want to look at it. Now, the question though is this. Whether it's a denomination or not, what does it take for you, have you asked yourself, for you, to feel when you're at a church, wow, this is where I can stay. This is a church I can grow in. This is a place. Okay? Now, lately, I've been pondering this question for myself. And, uh, I'll be honest, I've worked in churches a long time and been in churches a long time and I know a lot more about church politics than I ever should. Um, But I have found that consistently there are really three things for me that that really have have to kind of be there, all right? They just got to be there. And to be honest, I can deal with two of these three things. If one of them is missing, or one of them's not so hot, I can kind of work through and still grow, still contribute, still succeed, still feel like, hey, this is a church home for me, all right? But if 
two of those things are missing, then the answer is no. Now, here's the thing. Um, you can uh, start at a church and uh, and have all three, and then a few years down the road, you can be down to one. And so just because a church starts uh, is the place to be for you, at one point doesn't mean it might turn into something less and vice versa just because you start you know you're in a church uh, you know and maybe there's just kind of a one-point situation and it can grow into a three-point situation but the complication is is <laughs> when you're going to a church and you're hunting for a church it that gets to be a little uh, I mean you really have to feel some kind of anchor there's got to be an anchor point so let me just share with you my three anchor points for me that uh, that I really gotta have that I need I want these are the things I desire in a church and it's not about me getting 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 it's also about me succeeding as far as uh, contributing to that church now it works this way for me the first thing and this is not in order of importance, by the way. The first thing is the pastor or pastoral staff. Uh, they need to be engaged. If you got a senior pastor, uh, and by engaged, I mean they need to be reading, studying, and really wanting to be the smartest biblical scholar in any room they walk in. Now, do they have to have degrees from Harvard or anything like that? No. Um, in fact, I'm not even sure they actually have to have a degree. But here's the thing. They definitely need to be someone who is a scholar and a biblical scholar that is a teacher. They need to be someone who absolutely thirsts for the Word of God to know more and more, deeper and deeper. And uh, not just knowledge accumulation per se, but, th but this is someone also that needs to be, that, that is actively trying to give this information to the congregation. Trying to teach. Trying to teach in whatever format. I mean, and trying to grow and challenge the congregation. I need that, personally. I... I don't want to sit in a cycle of sermons for three years that they are pulling out of the uh, cabinet and reading every Sunday, and, and even or got them memorized. And basically, it's just the same old, same old, same old. Nobody, nobody ever grows. Now, here's the thing. Now, no matter with having a set of sermons, okay? You're talking to somebody who loves homiletics. So here's the thing. Like the preaching thing, I get it, but you got a sermon, it needs to be better the next time you give it than it was the time before. Every time you give the sermon. So, I'm saying, this has got to be 
a person, a group of people who are engaged in learning, studying the Word, no matter what kind of fancy degree they've got, or if they even have one, and they're trying to teach and trying to grow the congregation that way. That's the first thing i got to have. I really, really desire that. Because it challenges me. I, you know, I, I want to grow myself. So I need a pastor who's trying to do that for me. Or with me. Yeah. Second thing really has to do with the Sunday school department. Or the Bible study group. However you want to look at that. Because that is where you connect with the lifeblood of the church. It's not the pulpit. It's not the the one and done, uh, you know, wonder show in the morning. Okay, and I definitely love a good music, love a good preaching service, love that experience. Okay, but here's the thing: in the the Bible study groups, that is literally the lifeblood. That is where you're sharing stories, background. You're sharing about pain and things you're challenged with, and people are praying for you, and you're praying for them. They bring in, you know, they're they're trying to bring you food or have food delivered for you if you're sick, or just stuff's messed up, and you're trying to do the same thing for them, and you're learning and you're growing with them, and you study the word together, right? And so you kind of iron sharpening, iron kind of getting ideas off of people, and you learn from each other. That is so important, because it's more than just the, uh, the just hardcore Bible study necessarily, but it's also where you see the Word and the Church in action, in play, in function, in th- things happening. That's important. So, for me definitely has to have a a Sunday school slash group Bible study element that is core. Okay? I mean that's that's reaching out and focused on not just my needs, but in letting me contribute. Alright? Now the third thing has to do with the music. Now, for me, and again, this is, you know, this original platform I use is SoundCloud, and there's a lot of music people on SoundCloud. God love you. The thing is, um, music is an integral part for me. Not just, for me anyway, uh, listening to the music service, because that is important, okay? I love a good music service. I love, you know, this uh, this praise and worship uh, arena. Um, I'm a lot less about hey, here's the one guy who's got five thousand, fo- you know, fifty thousand followers, and he's written three records. It's a lot less for me about that than it is about the whole praise team experience. And then I sing, um, and if I'm in the congregation, I'm singing and I'm enjoying it with them. Right now. Also, though, I do want to contribute, okay? So, I've got a little music in me and music background in me. So, I want to contribute, 
praise team, solo, choir, however that can work out. Uh, I will be the first one to tell you I don't always join every choir in every church that I join. Sometimes for me it's praise team instead and maybe solos or if they just don't believe in solos anymore which uh, be honest with you in the 80s 90s as huge and 2000s not so much which is okay um the thing is is uh, i want to connect with the music program with the music yeah so now the thing is is I can have one of those, any one of those, and I'm fine. But if I'm missing uh, any two of those, then that's a deal breaker for me. So let me... Uh, kind of clarify, come drill this down a little bit. So let's just say, um, let's just say that you got a church and the pastor is coasting. He, they're really not that super engaged. Still preaching, but it's, it sounds like they're doing the same thing every other, you know, every Sunday, just following somebody else's pattern. All right. Well, but they've got a good music program and a good Sunday school program or a good Bible study, group Bible study program. Okay, well, that'll work. I mean, I can, uh, for me, anyway, I can work with the Bible study in the group setting um, a lot better, you know, a little, a little harder, and then pour myself into the music program and so I can still feel like I'm growing and I'm contributing. All right. Or let's say the music program is just kind of meh. It's just kind of, you know, at a plateau. Um, I can still get around that because I've got other music outlets and I can just work with, hey, listening to that pastor growing and maturing me and then being in the Bible study group uh, interacting and and, uh, and contributing there so so again if you get if I get um, two of any of those then I'm pretty good I'm, I mean I feel like I can still do it now ideally I'd love to have all three if I have all three it's a Yahtzee I mean it's wow awesome and then at that point they'll probably have to pry me out of the church with a crowbar but the thing is um, if I just get two and then I'll be honest with you it's been a long time since I've ever been in a church that had all three alright I'm just being honest been a long time since I've been in a church that had all three. Um, now, uh, here's the reason I say that. Because if you look for the perfect church, you're not going to find one. You're 
totally, it just ain't, it's not out there. Why is that? Because it's full of people, right? People are human. Sin is a fact of life. And it messes us up and keeps us from being what we need to be. And so things happen. And so churches are not perfect. Uh, if you're ever looking for the perfect church, um, I mean the perfect church, take a picture of it, post it somewhere. Um, and by the way, the perfect church for one person may not be the perfect church for another person. So it's, uh, you know, it's all kind of, uh, you know, all kinds of works out that way. Sometimes it depends on where you are in your Christian walk and how mature you are. Now, so, this isn't about the hunt for the perfect church. It's really about functioning in a church that you find where you're not looking for 20 years to find the church. The right, I mean, the, the perfect church. It's not going to happen. Now, um, so... How many uh, how many churches? Well, there was a time that I was I was on this hunt for the perfect church, and I got to tell you, that didn't work out because about every two years I was moving around to a different church location, and then finally I figured something out. Hey, mm, perfect church don't exist. So. Got into got into some very very good churches, okay, that were not three point churches for me, but two point churches, and I worked around the one element that was missing. Now, sometimes, and it depends on the individual. There has to be there's one of the three that's basically the anchor point, the main anchor point, the deal breaker. Some people have to have a pastor that is a whiz-bang pastor. They absolutely have to have the guy who can come up and give absolutely perfect sermons every, every Sunday. And, uh, and just without fail. And that's just the thing that just nails them to the floor. Uh, other times, there are people that just got to have the the uh, music service. It feels like they're fixing to get raptured. You know, they're going to turn into energy and just shoot right through the ceiling into heaven. They really have to feel that. Some people are just absolutely gripped that way. Other people, it's really about the Bible study and the groups and the interaction with the people in the church. They have to have someone that feels that. Now, is there anything wrong with that? No. But you have to determine that on your own. You really have to determine on your own. If there's one of those that is, I mean, the anchor, then you need to ask yourself why. Because usually it has to do with where you're at. It has to do with where you're at in your Christian life, in your Christian walk, in your faith life, your faith walk with the Lord Jesus. It absolutely is about that. Because in certain times of our life, with challenges and so forth, there are certain things that speak to us heavier, with more force. 
I like to say the, the Spirit puts an emphasis on it. So if there is something specific, then uh, you need to feel that. You need to know that. You need to know that about yourself. You have to ask yourself questions. What are you looking for? Now, here's a super important factor. And I've tried to mention this before. It's not about me showing up or anyone showing up at a church to get, 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 get. It has to do with con contribution. Contribution. I like to teach. Imagine that. I like to teach. I love to sing. I love to perform. And if some pastor's crazy enough, I'll preach. I mean, I've done it. Uh, my degrees are in speech communication. I can, and I've given, <laughs> studied homiletics, and uh, and I can do it, and have done it, and have been asked to do it before. So yeah, if a pastor's crazy enough to let me have a shot, whoo, you know, Katie bar the door. I'll, 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 I'll do that. But it's about contribution because church has to be a give and take. And give and take, again, like I've said before, is not they give, you take. That's not it. It's both of you are giving. Both of you are taking. The church is taking, you're taking. It's, it's a reciprocal type situation where you're benefiting and you're growing. And it's really synergistic. And by synergistic, I mean that it's greater than the sum of its parts. It's not just you and the church. It's the fact that when you and the church are together and, it, and, and the Spirit of God is, is with you in that situation, then your contribution is felt a thousand times over in that church. It can really, really, really matter. So, when... You're thinking about a church and you're visiting and so forth. Ask yourself, if you're like me, okay, ask yourself, hey, what are my three anchor points? What, what you know, and how many of those, how many of those can I have? And is there one that I absolutely is is have to have or it's a deal breaker? Ask yourself these questions. Again, for me, it's need to have a pastor who's engaged. I mean, he's engaged in society and, and addressing topics that we're dealing with every day in the newspaper, uh, you know, stuff that we're dealing with. Uh, he, he's teaching the Word of God. He's going through explaining the Word of God. He's bringing the ancient to the modern for me. That's a pastor that's teaching, preaching, right? Teaching, preaching. That's what I love. For me, anyway. Also, you know the sun the bible study program it's got to be there i got to connect with people i have absolutely i need my peeps got to have my peeps and that's where the peeps are for me and the music i want to do music i want to perform music but at the very least when i'm in the congregation i want to hear it and i want it i want to feel the spirit and just moving moving in it and they don't have to be virtuosos on the drums and and you know they don't have to be uh an 80s christian rock band in order to to make me feel the moment okay 
but you gotta know that you, the that spirit's coming out of that music. I mean, you can just set the mood, and the mood is not a rock concert mood. If the mood is, oh man, I'm fixing to have an encounter with God. That's the mood the music makes for me. Is holy Toledo, I am fixing to have an encounter with God. And then when the pastor comes up and preaches, it just boom! And, and right out of the water. So, I hope that helps. I hope if you're thinking about and you've wondered about kind of where you are, maybe in the church you're at, maybe in another church you're thinking about, maybe you're in between churches, know that a church is a family. And more more than anything, it really needs to feel that. Okay? So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you to follow, keep it on. As always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth.